Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello viewers. Welcome to the new era. It's the era of Toast. See? This this is this is where we transcend our website is now live. Thank you to all of you who have tuned in, who have seen the website, who are continuing to take in our two pieces of content that are up. Uh, Or we will will be doubling that very soon. All right. That joke landed as well as I thought it would. But I'll be getting the majority of the albums up. I know Evan is doing his sports writing. Killing it, by the way. Um, take a look at his piece about the disaster that is Miami and the lost cause that is Tua turned to ball over. No, you clearly again, you find the majority of our socials, majority of our content is now live on toastinthemorning.com. So, take me through it, Evan. Take me through what? How was your day today? Oh, it was, oh, it was wonderful, I tell you. Oh, it was great. Eventful, I tell you. How's your exam? Oh, my, my exam that I did not have? Yes. Yeah, I it know. Great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, definitely. You didn't even ask me about my exam. That you know, really shows how it's dynamic. It's, it's just one-sided. I don't think this relationship's going to work out. Tuning into the NFL has been a lot going on. Um, mainly, I think we're going to talk about, you know, what is going on in Vegas, Evan? Break, break it down for me. What what happened in Las Vegas? Well, John Gruden said a bunch of things that are a no-go in today's age about, what, 10 years ago? Who would have thought that you could take the spotlight off of Jacksonville? Urban Meyer, congrats. Urban Meyer's hype. the hook. Yeah. I mean, we thought he was going to be the first coach to get fired, but Urban, not Urban, uh, Gruden really Gruden. took that. I mean, their season's over with as well as his career. So it's kind of just yeah. kind of moving on now. I assume they're going to hire what their OC is. So who's their interim right now? Their interim is the special teams coordinator. I forget his name off the top of my head. Okay. But I don't know. I assume Gruden was the majority play caller for that team, right? Oh, I would think so. I would think so. I think this team is going to really start to struggle in the short term. Maybe they could figure it out by the end of the season, slip in the wild card, but I don't see them being a threat for the rest of the year. It's a major thing to get over as a team, not only losing your head coach, especially in this manner and what a distraction it was. It's definitely the right move by Vegas, but you're shooting yourself in the foot in terms of this season, which is it's whatever. Now, now you're just in the hunt for a new head coach for next season. And um, who are some of the, we've talked about this in the past, but I really don't think they're, who are like some major candidates going to next year? Well, obviously, you know, the B enemies of the world are always in that conversation. But I feel like that's a situation we've always talked about where like why people always wonder why he's never in conversation to get hired elsewhere. I think it's just him waiting out Andy Reid. They probably had that kind of an internal discussion, kind of like McDaniels has in New England. That's the, that's the way I see it, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Brady from Carolina, the UO coordinator, did a lot of great things in LSU. Was obviously, you know, say, Buffalo's OC is Brian Dable. Yeah. Yeah, but, or Urban Meyer. But um, it's not. I think Derek Carr, I think, honestly, you trade Derek Carr if you are Vegas for the sheer reason that this is a contract year. No way in hell he's re-signing in Vegas next season, the way I see it. Get a third, fourth-round draft pick. From, from I don't think with the mayhem that's going on in this organization that he resigns. I just don't see it. Um, I, I think he does. I think he does. You, you show him the pocket. You show him the. You show him the check. You show him the contract. Thirty I plus it, million. He's not going to turn away that. I guess it also depends too who they decide to bring in as a coach. That's true. 
I guess but, the kind of talent life they don't bring in. A, if they bring in a coach that's either defensive minded or doesn't fit his vision, I see him picking it up and going to Denver or something. I could see it, but that's also once again you show him the contract, you give him an offer. How do you know it, that? But let's say he, you get this. Let's say both um like you, maybe you wants get to be a, here. You get the same. Maybe, con- maybe wants what to if be. you get a bigger contract offer once again in Denver? Why well, would you not ta- take that? Well, well, also, how many times have we seen that in the NFL? You don't see yeah. that a lot. What a bigger contract offer from outside. The the number you know the starting quarterback of a a relatively decent team. Moving on, was the last time we saw that Kirk Cousins? But when's the last time we've seen the head coach of that team go down in flames in a massive scandal? Well, also, well, okay, that's true. But also, I he was here before Gruden, so. And also Gruden was – I'm pretty sure that those that was a problem for a period of time that Gruden didn't like. At the Eric beginning. Cohen. At the beginning it was. But it seemed like they were turning a corner. Apparently Gruden lives next to Derek Carr. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was a big fan of actually Marcus Mariota. Well, that's a guy that I want to see get a shot somewhere else actually. Maybe if you're, if you're right, maybe it's the next – Quarterback for the Raiders. Yeah, probably not. Anyways. Anyways. What, what else? I'm pretty sure I'm missing somebody, something else major that happened in the league this week. Uh, let's... Um, I mean, everything was clearly overshadowed by Gruden's debacle. Yeah. And... Um, and Rodgers actually spoke out on its suit on Pat McAfee's show. Once again, I've said this a million times. I love the Pat McAfee show. Probably my favorite sports show. Huge fan. Watch it all the time. We go live every morning. Great time. And they also have Rodgers on every Tuesday. Yeah. It's it. great. It's too, like, I love the show. Love Aaron Rodgers. So it's a win-win for me personally. But elaborating upon that, Rodgers spoke on it too. You know, it, it's a good thing that they moved on from clearly as majority of people agree upon. It's so obviously the few amount of people that lash out, but for the majority, the league is like. It also brings up the same question now. How much of that undercover stuff you think still exists in the league? People are starting to raise questions like, well, "What is guys like you know, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft?" You know, I could see them them being a part of some interesting email rings. There's definitely, there's definitely something for sure, and in, in, in all sports leagues for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. But and also at the same time, you see that there's also people starting to dig into the situation in Washington a little bit more with those cheerleaders because they signed what it, whatever the word is. They signed a contract that they can't speak out on the situation when it happened. I and obviously got paid for that. Yes, I, for, I forget what you, I forget the word, but I know what you're talking about. And people are really pushing for the league to kind of dive into that. Well, apparently that's there was whole all that that situation which led to Gruden. Well, that's, just, that's what led to them finding the Gruden emails, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I don't agree with, though, is erasing him from Tampa Bay's ring of honor. I'm like, I, yeah. I get where it comes from. It's kind of like can't erase history. He's still a good coach, but it's like, I definitely agree with him getting fired. Maybe you don't want this head. Well, one, you don't want that in your locker room. You don't need a distraction. You fire him. I agree with it. But the question is, do you kind of like erase him from the existence of the NFL? That that's a different conversation, and and also Tampa Bay does have Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's another you know it's another question. You know, you, know, you kind of hired a guy as your starting receiver who is damn near just as uh, controversial. Who's has oh, always this close? I thought he was out of the league after after he right. got. You can't even say that he was like forget about the of him being a little crazy in the head. He also had some severe allegations. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's you know, but the thing is though, Antonio Brown's getting you some huge receiving yards right now. So the A10 base is like, oh, what are you talking about? I don't care about that. We'll kind of turn turn a shoulder a little bit. But other people say too, it's like, what did uh, what do you think Antonio Brown knew? It's kind of that those funny jokes. Where it's like, oh, he left Pittsburgh. They kind of crumbled. He left, you know. Disappear from the Raiders. They didn't like them too much. It's like was Antonio Brown the crazy one all along? 
It's like who knew who would could have known, but he was still crazy. Mm. A nice little hypothetical, I guess you can play. It's a, nice, it's a little like a twist. Yeah. Who doesn't love a twist? Yeah, sorry about that. But <laughs> uh, moving in to this week, we have you know, we'll talk about some games through the week, right? Some major ones I saw personally is like, well, first off, I took a nice W this week in our selections. Absolutely crushed Evan by a whole game. But now I'm two games behind Congrats. now. I'm inching back every single week. You know, he he copies my picks, and the ones that I'm losing yep. are by you know singular field goals like Detroit. Or or the Giants. I'm gonna speak on that. Don't you even put that in the same scenario. Oh, just being on that. Didn't you lose by more? Oh yeah, I know. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Well, I, but, but I didn't. I didn't, I didn't pick but, uh, my. I didn't pick Miami. All right, so. I think you're a little mad. Oh, wait, How are you mad? Miami. I did not pick Miami last week. That's crazy. You're so fake. I know. It. If I don't pick them, I'm a fake fan. If I do, I'm delusional. It's a lose-lose. <laughs> I knew it. But, you know, recapping the games, um, going pretty much the ones that only, I really only care about, Seattle and the Rams, it's kind of like the Seattle. I said the Seattle. In Seattle, you kind of worry a little bit. Where's your future into the year going? You lost a couple of games. Russell Wilson has no protection. Putting Geno Smith kind of plays better than Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson will be out for an extended period of time. His finger was bad. I saw it was like sideways. But I think Geno Smith's their starter going on for now. You're not going to. I forget who are they playing this week? Who are they playing this week? They are playing the. Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, that's that. But it's going to be tough for them. Um, Geno Smith is not going to be able to evade pressure the same way that Russell Wilson can. So we'll see how he's going to take that beating. Mm -hmm. He was a little elusive back in his college days. Yeah. Like nine years ago. (laughs) But let's see what else. Detroit continues to lose by field goal every single week. (laughs) They have. They, wow, I got that prediction right, but wow, the sheer, the Detroit Lions, man, congratulations on just pissing off just your fan base even more. They find different ways to lose games. They had Dan Campbell crying. Was he? It's, yeah, he was crying. They had him in tears, man. This team. No way Dan Campbell cried. Dan Campbell cried. I don't believe you. He's a football man. He loves football. This team finds different ways to lose games. They had the lead for what? Thir- for the last 30 seconds? It's impressive. It's impressive how they do it. Carolina Philly? I'm pretty sure Philly got smacked. Uh, Philly smacked them, right? Or am I thinking correctly? Well, I think Carolina had the lead, and they – and no, I don't think they smacked them. They had the lead, and I think they came back. Philly, uh, Carolina. The craziest thing the, was the, the Green Bay game. Them, so let's talk about yeah. the fact that the kickers okay. fell apart this week. Most missed kicks and extra points in a single week ever. It's like 20-something kicks, I think. So let's, do the, that up. let's do the kicker uh, rankings for this year. One, Justin Tucker, Grand two, now. everyone else. Nope. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so... Oh. Grand almost like one kick, bro. Yeah, and then there's Justin Tucker, so... Graham Gano is the second best kicker in the league. I, I... It's Justin Tucker, it's... one, everyone else, number So embarrassing two. because I was on the phone with Dylan, too, and I was talking to Mason Crosby. I was like, it's a big game over right now. He doesn't miss, and he missed the second time. But he's still ice cold for his career. Yeah, he he missed one one game. Oh, no, he missed a field goal against the Cincinnati Bengals in twenty twenty one. Oh no! But he, oh, he's no. still he's still fine. Um, it's kind of whatever. They still ended up winning the game. They did win the game. Yeah. And Joe Burrow had a what a throat injury. However, what was it? It was 
was it something like he had like a like a, like a throat injury? He got hit and. Well, is he playing next week? I think so. Yeah, it's going to protect your quarterback. He's still getting hit a lot. Yeah. You got to reference uh, a toast uh, TikTok. Uh, that was an iconic one, you know. Uh, it's your most valuable hey, asset. Hey, 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 you can thank me later. Sign me up. Next. You can speak. Oh, I thought you were done speaking. Now. God, I guess no, you got to no, do no, everything no, no. around here. Yeah, I know. I'm a lost cause without you. Take it with me, though. So, like, what do we got going on here? What are you feeling with? Denver, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got to get the win over them. You know, Chicago, uh-huh. Vegas. Vegas loses to Chicago in a horrendous fashion. Uh, Denver is the 2018 Miami Dolphins, where they go 3-0. and They beat mediocre teams, and then are 4-9 for the rest of the year. Now, I'm, t- I'm talking about my drivers. You can hop to Miami in a couple seconds. Okay. Let me get into it. The New York right. Giants are a football team. Are the most injured team in the league, I'm pretty sure. And if they're not, they have the most valuable injuries. You lose Daniel Jones, who's been a top 15 quarterback in the NFL thus far. Is, is we- that your rankings or ESPN's rankings? Both. Okay. Okay. Let's clarify that. All right. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, I just dropped something. All right. We lose. So far for the well, even when we include the season, we don't have Kenny Galladay. We don't have Sterling Shepard. We lose Saquon Barkley. We lose Blake Martinez for the season. There's some more guys definitely missing, but those are some of the most notable ones. And now you have Mike Glennon. Oh, we also lose Andrew Thomas who has been our best offensive lineman thus far. So now you have Mike Lennon behind an injured offensive line throwing to Evan Ingram. Pro bowler Evan Ingram. Yes. But right. the bright spot for this team is I don't even care that we got smacked by Dallas because we were beyond injured and hurt. So I'm honestly because the, the offense gets off the field in three snaps every possession, and the, then the defense is tired at this point. It's, it's going to happen against one of the most high-powered offenses in the league. Who cares? But the bright spot is, quote me now, Kadarius Tony is the best receiver of this class. Number one, Jamar Chase. Who? He is the best receiver in this class. Oh boy, has one good game. Two. This is the second good game. One good game. This wasn't a good game. This was an unreal game. 189 receiving yards. He had one good game. I think Jalen Waddle might game. have 189 yards on the year. I'm not even saying he's the best. Okay, Look, I'm saying no. You can, I, you can argue I'll, him down to number two. Sure. Okay. He's not the best. It's Jamar Chase, obviously. No. Nah. Obviously, okay, and I'm the I'm the delusional one. Okay, okay. Kadarius Tony is more elusive. He's faster. He's a better route runner, and he's damn near almost as good of a vertical threat. Jamar Chase has better hands, and even those were questionable at the beginning of the year. Okay, in in the open field, Kadarius Tony's damn near untackled. So are we are we rating him on production, or are we just doing like the raw both, skill? Both. Okay, sure. Kadarius Tony is he made is, is the electric. Le- he made Diggs, the league leading interceptor, look lost on a route. Nice inside cut. His his routes are pristine. He's the best receiver in this class. And he's, okay, he's gonna be those Odell okay, flashes. Okay, he's scrapping. Okay. He's a damn good player. He's throwing punches. It brings okay, me back to 2016. Okay. I'm loving it. I, I'm I love that we're also making these assumptions after week five. We're week. We're only week five. Well, how is that not fair? You made the assumption that Dolphins are going to be the playoffs before this started, and here we are. <laughs> Stupid Dolphins. But easy there with your Kadarius Tony love. Once again, we'll let the we'll let the internet decide. Well, yeah. Well, every time we do a poll, it's always in favor towards you because I don't know. We grew up in Giants territory for crying out loud. 
Yeah, that's crazy. He hit, Jalen Waddle has 27 receiving yards, the receptions, which are pretty good. 27 receptions. Damn, but only 231 receiving yards. Yeah, it's like I've been saying that they don't use him properly. Wow. It's like I keep saying that. But, you know, Kadarius Tony damn near didn't get a reception the first couple of weeks of the year. Yeah, I know. But, 281 receptions, 50 but, more but receiving that was, yards on seven less receptions. But, but I, I guess that was like he was a bust back then because he didn't get the ball. He was a bust. No, no one ever said that. But what is Jalen Waddle to you? He, very talented receiver that's not getting the ball. Not getting the ball properly. My apologies. Jeez, it's like I've been saying that since, I don't know, the beginning of time. Yeah, but Kadarius Tony looks better than him. Yeah, because he's given opportunities to flat, to get those flashes. I don't know. But I think he has more of a bag. He has the deepest bag of any receiver in this Yeah, because they use him properly. Mosino, if you just look at his raw talents, he has the deepest bag. If you look at receivers that have been successful in this league, I want quick, agile route runners. And Jalen Wall is also one of them. No, he is. I completely agree. But where I take Kadarius Tony is right. Jalen Wall is also uh, a top tier. I, 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 I know why. I know why. Open f- I know why you're picking him. Because he plays for your team. Just like I picked Jalen Wall because he plays for my team. It's simple as that. So you can don't go back to Kadarius Tony would thrive in the situation that the Dolphins no. gave him. No matter where you put Kadarius, he's getting it done. He could do anything. He would have him. the same exact. It's the same thing with the whole Tua Herbert thing. If you think throw- John Ross is playing better than him. Because they're also they are using John Ross properly than some of these other clowns that Miami have. And also John, a, John Ross sucks. All right. Hey, he has there. 90 receiving yards this year. Oh. On four receptions. Oh, uh, that shows he's just a deep ball receiver. Let's cr- let's crack the champagne bottle, everyone. John Ross has 90 receiving yards. Bro, was a really a first round pick. That's great. I feel like the Giants love picking up former first round draft picks, like former first round receivers. Yeah, they love picking first round busts from Cincinnati. Who was that receiver that was drafted in the first round? I think it was Baltimore and Denver. There's two receivers like five, six years ago that won the first round. One of them, Brashard Perryman. Oh, Bashard Perryman was one. Yeah. And the Giants might have picked him up. There was another one that I think was in Denver for a little bit, but Denver, Denver, Denver. I don't know. Paxton Lynch. No. Will Fuller still remains injured for you guys. But once again, yep. the Giants need well, I've been saying Thank this forever. We need line. So it's kind of whatever, but I'm excited about Darius. Uh that has copper jersey. Uh He's he's the guy. He's the guy, but don't turn on him year two, year three. I mean, I think and I think the receiving core is one of the best in the league, and I stand by that. I think at, at its healthiest point, I think Kenny Galladay across from Sterling Shepard across from Kadarius Tony is a lethal trio. All right. Like for, like in all seriousness. That's an arguable top five receiving core. All right. Is it I not? Think we're, I, I think we're past the whole best X, uh, the best group core, like in the league. We're, I think we're past that. I think we're, it's now schematics now. So, yeah, it is. So Jason Garrett, you might criticize his play calling, but at the very least, he's doing something right when it comes to getting Kadarius Tony open a bunch of times. John Ross has a 50, 60 yard touchdown reception. That was the week prior, but I get where you're going with it. Yeah, you know I'm getting it at this. But tell me about Miami. You know, give us a sneak peek into your article. Give us a sneak peek into like what's going on in this disaster of a franchise. So <laughs> If you haven't checked out my article, it's an absolute banger of an article. Who cares about the 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 amount of people that have reached? That's just you should post irrelevant. it up. Post it up on your story. Get the people. I could get the people, but the people have to find me. Damn it! 
But that was cringy. It was very cringy. So I only caught a little bit of the game. I was at a wedding. And thank goodness. Because it was a game. And listen, you know, Tampa Bay, reigning Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady, yada, yada, yada. I get it. I didn't expect us to win. I didn't. But myself and all these Dolphin fans were sold on this offseason was that we were going to close the gap between the Buffaloes of the world and the the Tampa Bays of the world. We were supposed to close that gap. We haven't. We haven't. It, It grew. It did grow. It did grow. And defensively, this was as bad as it gets. Jerome Baker looked horrible. Xavier Howard, Byron Jones didn't have their best days. Like, at, the only really positive I, I give is I, I thought the prote- pass protection was pretty good. Miles Gaskin had a great day. Finally, they used him. And Jacoby Brissett showed some toughness. He had a little bit of a hamstring injury in the first quarter, toughed it out, and finished the game and had a pretty decent game. And they were it was a 24-17 game. Heading to the fourth quarter, 21 unanswered. Ends up being an absolute disaster. Disaster for Miami. And and I kind of begged the question in my article. It's does this re, has this rebuild failed? Is it time to panic? What's, what's, what's next for Brian Flores? It's it's not looking good. We're one in four. It's like even like now somehow we're playing Jacksonville next week on, on Sunday. I'm somehow some way they made me scared of Jacksonville. I still think we're going to win. I'll throw my prediction. I still think we're going to win. But in the back of my mind, it's like they could beat us because this team hasn't looked good. It hasn't there. I haven't seen the complete picture yet. I haven't at all offensively and now apparently defensively. I still don't think Brian Flores has lost the locker room yet. But when you're when you're losing games and especially when you're a coach like Brian Flores, you know, you can paint over the issues with as Pete's enjoying his nice apple pie. You can paint over the issues with wins. We're not doing a whole lot of winning. It's kind of like the Boston, not the Boston, the Pittsburgh motto. Yeah, that's, that's true. Winning is a it's a hell of a thing. Makes everything everyone forget about everything else. And I just think Miami is just they can't get out. Of mediocrity, they just they just can't. Like I hope Brian Flores he can turn around. I really hope so because I don't want to go through another culture change. However, you want to say another head coach, a, a, a one fl- a one fluke year when they make the playoffs, they win ten games, and then they seven and nine, eight and eight, six and ten, and we'll be on the cycle again. I see. I see. Then rebuild many times. I've seen him way too many times. Way too many times. And I thought these were the people that were going to get us over the edge. Haven't seen him. Tua's going to be back, I would think, back next week against Jacksonville. Hopefully he can have some sort of spark. Maybe the offense can change a little bit with with Tua. I, I think with Tua, if Tua plays is healthy, I think we wouldn't I think we're at the very least two and three. At the least. But not ideal. Not ideal. It's uh it's it's getting close to a disaster and especially that we don't have our first round pick this year. So but who cares? Miami hasn't drafted well in the first round in years, maybe even decades. So whoever they draft, it doesn't matter. They don't develop properly. They don't use them properly. It doesn't matter. 
they'll probably screw it up anyway. I'm done. I mean, I agree. Um, and, 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 and before, and my last point, before you ever, 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 ever say any shit about, oh, my Giants, they're not playing well. Because uh, uh, uh. we have hope. You, you saw, no, 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 no. You saw, you witnessed two Super Bowl wins. That's facts. That's facts. So before all you, the giant, you, you giant fans, the, the Patriot fans, they're like, eh, you've witnessed how many Super Bowls? I've witnessed two. what? I've witnessed two playoff appearances. <laughs> kind of like the Mets. 12, 13 years. And I swear to God, Pete, if you ever, it's like, uh, Aaron Boone, eh, you've seen a World <laughs> Series. Win. That was a great time, I remember. Yeah. But no, this next year is going to be different for the Mets, you see. <laughs> We're going to bring in Billy Bean. Because it was crazy, because this is the year you probably made the boldest predictions in terms of where your teams are going. Because there's a period of time in August where you were on top of the world. The Mets were in first place in your division. They had a real chance at being in a postseason contender. The Dolphins were looking like they could make the playoffs be a 10-plus win team. Brian Flores was the coach of the year. You had your draft picks. You had the draft. You had future for both of them. And within one to two months, it's all gone. All the hope is gone. You plummeted to being one of the first teams in be history. The only to be in first place, and then the quickest to end up in third place and miss the playoffs. Your team starts off one and four. And Don't just, forget, the, the Canadians didn't make the Stanley Cup finals. But you know what teams fuel your happiness? The Mets and the Dolphins. And it's kind of like... They, they just can't get... I think they're cursed. Well, especially, I think the Dolphins are honestly... I think they're more cursed than the Mets. And, and like in the wrong Marino. ways. It's like, uh, it's, it's like they're not they're not like Cleveland Browns bad. Imagine having Dan Marino not winning a Super Bowl with him. Like that's like imagine like shutting the fuck up. No, I can't. I know you can't because that apple like, pie was look, mm, look at delicious. look at you look at you now you're not the marked episode explicit. Now nah, let's slide this time. <laughs> <laughs> Can you change the subject to another game? That's okay. Let's go through our selections. Uh, no, I want to quickly make fun of uh, New England that they kept Houston into this game. I remember. Hey, uh, unlike you guys, no, they no, no, won. No, no, no. They won. They ended. Remember what you said? No hey, matter what hey, it takes, no matter hey, how it looks, hey. a W is what matters. That's true. That's absolutely true. You you play to win the game. I absolutely agree. But I'll I'll take it back into March. One of my one of the episodes, I said the Patriots are a little desperate because they signed all these free agents to a bunch of money. I haven't seen any of them play well. Well, what are you talking about? Judon has been ridiculously good, and that's it. So I thought that, I thought you said that's none of it. Them. I thought you said none of them. Practically, not. I, I barely even seen Judon huh? for crying out loud. Judon's been an elite rusher. Okay, congrats. You so you hit one. Hunter Henry's been decent. How many? How much money are you spending on him? A lot. I expect I, better. How much are you spending on Devon Godchow? How much are you spend on Xavier Howard? Benoit? Hey, he's having one not so great stretch, but don't spin. <laughs> in, I'm not. We're not talking about Miami. We you you could have talked about that five minutes ago for crying out loud. We're talking about the Patriots. The Patriots yeah. are are not a great team. Oh, sorry, for the but, first but, time but in 20, but, 23 years. Okay. What, what do you think I'm going to say? Man, overrated franchise, I tell you. That's honestly something you would say. Because they had, because you know what's great about the AFC East? I, you know what I love? Patriots. Dami for a decade and that, two decades. You think it all, it all died down. Next time. Everything's up. okay. Next up. Buffalo, yeah. <laughs> Watch the Jets be the next one. Ah, no. 
But let's take it. With no, no, no. I, I think, I think they're gonna be the next Dolphins, where they, like they finish third, but they have that one, fl- they have like the one fluke year here and there. But let's look at the, let's look at our picks. We got picks, yeah. Tampa Bay, Philly, Tampa, Tampa, Miami, Jacksonville. I'm gonna take Jacksonville on a close one. 17-14 final, Jacksonville. Of course you do. Of course you do. Like I said, I'm. St- in the back of my mind, I'm scared. But two is going to be back. It's got to reinvigorate this team. If Jacoby Brissett was playing, I would be worried. But I think they get they get it done. Tua, they honestly might play even worse with Tua. I think you're talking out of your ass. No, you have they, no proof. They, they play better. Well, let's see. They're going to get some crazy – oh, he only had like a 50% completion, right? Well, 55% through the first two games. he played one game, Two games. Two games. He... two games on possession. A game and two drives. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty ugly game. Because he got, he got massacred. Yeah, what's to say it won't happen against Jacksonville? It's Jacksonville. It's not Buffalo or New England. Oh, so – New England's they got a good pass rush with Judon. Against <laughs> against that against that Miami old line to start the year. Yeah, anything's anything was better than that. But Jacksonville, I will be fine. But I'm trying to be prepared for the inevitable. If if they lose. I think a change is made somewhere. Something has to change. Why? Whether it's Flo or Chris Greer. Next game. I think I think it's you. You have to change. Yep. Yeah. I am the ch- you know what? You know what? you're right, Pete. Why should I root for this team where I could be a bandwagon? I've I'm always been. A, I've always loved Tampa Bay. Honestly, I've been a closet Tampa Bay fan since Josh Freeman was at quarterback. Remember Josh Freeman, Pete? Mm, yeah, I remember. But let's take on to the next game. I don't even care because the Dolphins are ass. Anyways, the what? The what are the Giants? Bad. Ass. <laughs> okay, Carolina, Minnesota. I'm gonna take Minnesota in the close one. I'm taking Carolina. They were. They respond after a loss. This is an surprising one. Chargers Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore because the MVP is going to take over this year. Lamar Jackson is not, he's a former MVP, but he's now inserted himself into this year's MVP conversation right along Kyler. Well, after that performance, I'm taking the Chargers because I, every time I don't pick the Chargers, they bite me right in the ass. Rams Giants. Yeah. I can't. I'm picking the Giants for one reason, one reason only. Why? All I have in this life is hope. Okay. If I really I had that too. I had that too, Pete. But you're a Dolphins fan. I had that. I said I had that. I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror if I picked the Los Angeles Rams and the Giants won. I don't think I'd be able to stomach myself. Over a if if the Dolphins beat Tampa, if they beat Tampa Bay. I've been like, who gives a, a rat's ass about my stupid prediction for crying out loud? Okay, so Indy, wait, what? Houston, Indy should smack them. They should. I don't know. How, wait, before we move on, how did they blow that game against Baltimore? It's wow. It, they went from great game plan for three quarters and then shut down. It's impressive. It really is impressive. Uh, Kansas City, Washington. Kansas City's going to bounce back and smack them. They got to. They, they're going to punch them right in the mouth. Yeah, they, they, there's no way. Also, they, his, they go oh, this is the other thing I was thinking about. His wife is unreal. You ever seen her what? tweets? Oh, uh, Pat Mahomes. White, I assume they're married now, correct? Yeah, they have, they have a kid. Her Twitter is unbearable. Um, she's just I, I think like, that. she's disgusting. The, the the way she talks is just I, like I I, th- un- I thought this 
I think she's, she's already established. Yeah, she gives the franchise such a bad like before she's kind of just like an annoying TikTok girl, but now it's just like she's genuinely gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like she needs to shut her mouth. Yeah. And obviously the whole like we had the Jackson Mahomes memes and all that. Like her TikTok got shut down too. I don't know really? what the reason was. I, I they they deleted it, or maybe she deleted it. Like I remember when uh, Brett Grimes and his wife, oh my God, unbearable, unbearable. And that was like when like the Dolphins were like probably at its lowest when it comes to like uh, reputation around the league because they had the bullying scandal. Then you have Brett Grimes' wife just tweeting, blasting the coaching staff, Tannehill. It was, oh, it was a headache. It was an absolute headache. Love Brett Grimes as a player, but geez, Louise. Let's see how if that turns into that situation, but but they're gonna win. Uh Green Bay, yeah, as they always do, is gonna beat Chicago. No matter how it looks, if it's ugly or not, they're gonna win. Yeah. Cincinnati, Detroit. Cincinnati is going to win. It's gonna be another close loss for Detroit. Sorry, boo hoo, go cry about it. I'm taking Detroit. They gotta win somehow. They're gonna win one of these games. They're home. I just want to see them win. I want to see Dan Campbell win. They're this close. I, uh, they gotta win. Arizona, Cleveland. Uh, we both have Cleveland. This one surprisingly, but I think the pass rush. Someone's got to get to Kyler Murray, and if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be the combination of Davion Clowney with. Uh, with Miles Garrett, and that's that's what I got. Yeah, and Cleveland were able to put up forty points, forty-two points against the Chargers, so they can score points as well. And Dallas, New England. I'm gonna take New England in this one. I'm taking in, Dallas in Foxborough. Have uh, I, I don't think they've been they've won a game in Foxborough, right? It's it's time for now for New England. To, you know, bounce back a little bit, but also at the same time for somebody to punch Dallas in the mouth and humble them a little bit. And if anybody could do it, it's Bill Belichick. And it's usually about the time Dallas comes, you know, comes off their high horse in the season. That's true. But Dak Prescott is playing insanely well. So Las Vegas, Denver, no doubt Denver. Yeah. I'll be absolutely astonished if Vegas can pull off a win. Yeah, like last week's game, you just saw just the the news, like the initial report of news. They were just done. The season's in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seattle, Pittsburgh. I'm gonna take Seattle. Uh, I think my boy Gino's gonna get it done. I think it's gonna be a close one. Pittsburgh's offense is not good enough. It's just not. I think it's just this is where Pittsburgh just. Inches back. Yeah, they just string in a couple wins. They're home. They just get together. And also, I see a lot of Seattle fans not happy with Pete Carroll or Ken uh, Ken Norton Jr. I think sure. we're slowly going to keep seeing. Not- I think Russell wants out, to be honest. <sighs> you think so? I just It's a situation that hasn't worked for him in a while. He still has well, zero blocking all the time. Well, let's see. At the end of the year, maybe if he has that power, he has that say, which I would think he he would, he could force a change. Because I think I think, peak, I I think, think this offseason, we're going to see some of the biggest quarterback shuffle around we've seen in a while. <sighs> Rodgers might, might be out. Their car is coming to an end. Russell Wilson might want out. A lot of guys are up for contract extensions. Who knows if out of, out of all of those those three names, I think Wilson is the most unlikely. I think what's the most likely situation for maybe Rogers goes. I think I think Pittsburgh. Goes. He's talked. Oh God. He's talked. Oh God. Very. Very highly of Mike Tomlin lately. You know what's great? 
the AFC gets another quarterback. Another Hall of Fame quarterback, man. Or at the very least, a good to, quarterback. To a pretty damn good team who is missing a, just a quarterback. They have the receivers. They have the running back. The offensive line needs to be worked upon still. Mm. You got a defense. You got TJ Watt. That team is missing Aaron Rodgers. And I've been critical of Mike Tomlin, but he's won a Super Bowl. I've been, yeah, who hasn't? But he handles himself very well and is a great leader. He's a player's coach. And that's the number one thing you want, honestly. And then Buffalo, Tennessee. Buffalo. Buffalo is the best team in football. They just whooped Kansas City's ass. Thanks, Pittsburgh, for waking up the giant. Just. Yep, Miami's never going to win anything. For the best team in football, Josh Allen is hurdling people and slinging the ball. And that that might be the worst. I've said this multiple times. Josh Allen might be the worst take I've ever had in my sports career. I said he was going to be a bust. I said he's the worst receiver, the worst quarterback in the class. I think I said I said he was worse than Josh Rosen. It is most saying though he. I've never been proved so wrong a take in my life, and I love seeing him play because he's damn good and he's electric to watch. He's, I don't. It's all good, but we're saying though, like he, this quarterback's gonna good, but he's exciting. He could throw the ball. He's a cannon for an arm. His throws look effortless. He could flick the ball seventy yards up the field, and he's jumping over people, running around people, and trucking people. Love it. He's like a big Midwest boy that just he's kicking people's ass. He's having fun, I tell you. They got what? But and what a better place for him to be than Buffalo with that energetic fan base with Bills Mafia. Yeah, I know. Like I say, whatever you want. I know you may have feel a different way because you're a Miami fan, but they're not an incredibly toxic fan base, and they're exciting and passionate. Out of the passionate fan bases, they're probably like they're one of the least toxic. You look at toxic fan bases, you see. Philly, you see Dallas, you see New England, you see Pittsburgh. Those teams are the S tier toxic, but I think they're like I think Buffalo's like like the passionate fan, the passionate crazy fan bases are your Bills, are your Raiders, Browns. Another toxic. What am I talking about? They're up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. Those are like the two like solid, powerful fa- fan bases. It's those Vegas, you know, those Vegas guys and those, well, the Oakland originally, the Oakland the, Raiders yeah, fan base. The Chargers. Chargers, they're like really pat. Yeah, they're, it's a strange group. That was sarcastic. No one goes to their games. And I was saying that, but you always meet like that one Chargers fan that like wants to die for them. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I can't. I can't put a, a connection to that. But if if you can, you know that's that's great. I'm oh. I'm proud of you. Uh, this is the one thing I want to talk about to close out the podcast, though, because okay. we saw Kyrie Irving live on Instagram. He said that he is not retiring on his Instagram live that we just tuned into. Wow, I'm not shocked. Honestly, I would have been shocked if he did retire. I'm not gonna lie. Um. And that's one thing I want to talk about too is Kyrie Irving's situation. It's the kind of thing where it's like you can't tell him what to do. You can't tell him not to retire, to not stop playing basketball. I respect him for it. He's willing to hang it up for what he believes in. That's a tough decision that not too many people would make. I support him. Do I want him playing? Yeah, I'd be sad as hell. He's a generational talent, one of the best guys to ever do and put on a pair of shoes. He's a ridiculous player and on a very talented basketball team. So, of course, it would be upsetting to see him hanging up, but you got to respect the guy. He's sticking by what he believes in and willing to cost him his career for it. So it's like, you know, hats off to you, Kyrie, but I wish I could see you on the court. I don't really know. I don't really want to put my thoughts. I bring it up. Where you it's like whether I whether or not like, I agree with him or not. Like I got the vaccine personally. I disagree with me, the stance. I disagree with the stance personally, but 
if yeah, you're willing uh, to not play because that's what you believe, I gotta respect it. Like I, I you gotta I, do what I, you I get do. It. Look, I get that for sure. However, all this, I'll do my own research, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I disagree with uh, it personally, but I, yeah. res- I, you have to respect the man's decision. He's not causing like havoc. He's not being an ass about it. He's not. He's just doing what he does. Yeah, I, 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 I guess that's true. It's as just, as much it's, controversy it's, that comes with Kyrie Irving, he's not a problematic guy. He's not causing issues with people. Didn't he kind of just got did he kind of get run out of Cleveland and and Boston? Mm, no, oh, no, this is nuts. My bad. I don't, but I don't think that's on a character issue. Really? You really think that? Like he might be a didn't t- him and LeBron t- have an issue. They had an issue because he felt like he didn't. They're on good terms now. It took a while, I guess. I guess it took a while. But I stand, but I that's stand, why he. But that's I why for, he got I stand with Kyrie. Look, but I want that's what he believes. Him. If that look, I'll probably be in the same situation as you. Look, if you want to retire because of what you believe in, then he's not retired. Sure. So, but. Right. But, but he's but, got but, but to. The thing is, he's not playing a single game. Like the Nets officially said, he's not practicing or playing any games. I was about to say, yeah, because didn't Sean Marks come out and say he's not like a part-time player? So I, I get what that that makes sense. You don't want a guy that's playing thirty-something games for you. No. No. And it's not like you're. It's like the load management stuff. So. Let's, let's see what happens. And then, thank you. Thank you very much for fueling our dreams. You know, tune into our website. You know, just, just give those, those views. Go read what we got. You're going to see some articles coming out. You see us talk about Kadarius Tony. See us talk about Kyrie. See us review some albums that are near and dear to our hearts. Thank you. And you'll see some, actually, some co authors kind of come out with a couple pieces. And we appreciate y'all. You'll get this episode from us soon. And some roundtable discussions about some music very soon. Thank you. You're welcome.